Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today is the third and final installment of the supplement series, the little three-part series that I did on nutritional supplements. Today, I'm telling you what my wife and I bank on and do to make sure that we have plenty of energy to do all the things that we want to get done, to get done with everything we need to get done with, right? I mean, everyone needs and wants more energy and focus and productivity. That's a big part of what I'm talking about today. But first, let's do a quick review. Uh, three... There was kind of a little intermission in the middle of this. So maybe three or four episodes ago, I talked about multivitamins. Do you need one? What are the best ones? Um, what science tells us about all that? And then in the second episode in the series, I talked about omega-3s. Do we need omega-3s? What are omega-3s? Why are they important? And then today, I'm going to get into the last two, the final two products, or the final two supplements, I guess, that are part of my core uh, supplement regimen that I take on a daily or weekly basis. But first, I want to start with a little explanation. And honestly, this might be the most beneficial thing that you could hear about nutritional supplements. So please, if you've loved this little three-part series, if you've hated it, please don't tune out yet. Just listen to this, okay? Because it could save you hundreds or probably, honestly, thousands of dollars. A lot of people fall for marketing and all of the hype that supplement companies pump out. Fat-burning formulas that will melt your belly fat. Diet pills that will crush your appetite. Special collagen supplements that will give a 55-year-old the hair, skin, and nails of a 20-year-old. Here's what I want you to understand. When thinking of purchasing and using any nutritional supplement, so if you're looking at a magazine or an ad online, or if you're standing in some store and you're looking at some product or supplement, it's so important to not make your decision based on marketing, especially when you consider that the marketing is coming from the company that's trying to sell you the product. <laughs> Instead, look at the ingredients, look at the product as a whole, and then follow this quick little simple three-step process. Okay. Number one, when considering any nutritional supplement, you must ask a few questions. What am I, what, like, why am I considering taking this? In other words, what do I hope to get from it? And is that realistic? Like, if you're going to take a fat burner because you think it'll melt your belly fat, that's, that's probably not going to happen. Don't waste your money. <laughs> that's not how getting rid of belly fat happens. If it was as easy as taking a pill, then no one would have belly fat. <laughs> so that's the first thing to consider. The second thing, the second part of this little quick three-step process, does science and research support these potential benefits? Like, is there legitimate research that shows this nutrient or product or formula can provide the benefit that I want? Not what do the marketers tell me? What does science say? And then number three, what are the drawbacks? Like, what are the potential consequences? Because most things out there are relatively safe, but there are some things that aren't. There are some things that have side effects. And, and here's the thing. if Let's pretend there are no biological drawbacks or side effects for a particular product. One of the drawbacks is, is you just spent 40 or 50 or 60 or 100 bucks on that product. So if there are no other consequences or drawbacks, 
the one primary drawback is your money. Is it worth your money? So when you do these three things, when you ask these three questions, it's basically like a science-based risk-benefit analysis. In a nutshell, you're looking, analyzing, and asking yourself, do the pros outweigh the cons? And if so, well, then go for it. If not, then don't. It's as simple as that. So whatever your product you're looking at, rewind this episode. I'm not going to go through them again. You, you rewind, go through those, that little three-step process again and just check it out and see. Now, let's move on to the final two core supplements that I use and that I often recommend to my clients. Now, with that being said, let me go ahead and share this like I always have in these, in these episodes. What I am sharing in this podcast episode or any episode for that matter is not intended to replace the advice of a trained medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm just your friendly weight loss coach and neighborhood nutritionist. So all matters regarding your health require medical supervision. I encourage you to consult a physician prior to taking or starting any new supplements or adopting any new specific nutrition habits. Okay, enough of that crap. That's not coming in every episode. That's just these supplement episodes. So here's the thing. The common element with the first two supplements that I take, a multivitamin, a high-quality multivitamin, multimineral formula, and a high-quality omega-3, the common element with those is correcting a possible deficiency. They're basically nutritional insurance. And this may sound really boring for some of you, but it's really, really important. Like, essentially, I'm being sure to cover my nutritional basis so that I don't have a nutrient inadequacy or a nutrient deficiency, and my body will have its best chance to thrive and function optimally. Now, a quick little side note, and you know this, but I just want to shoot you straight. I want to be 100% honest and clear always. So please understand your body will have a really tough time thriving or functioning optimally if you consistently eat like crap. I'm not saying you do, (laughs) but if your diet is really lackluster and really kind of crappy, then your body's going to have a really hard time feeling great and thriving and functioning optimally. You can take all the multivitamins you want and all the omega-3s you want, and they will help to some degree, yes. But they cannot totally make up for a poor diet that's high in sugar and processed foods and low in vegetables and fruits and other whole foods. The same way that you can't outwork a bad diet, you can't outrun your fork, you also can't out-supplement a bad diet. Supplements can help, yes, but they cannot cure. They can't overcome. Their purpose is in their name. Supplement. They're meant to supplement your diet, not fix your diet. If you want to fix your diet, well, that's what we do inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. If you want to learn more about that, you can shoot us an email, support at corylittlecoaching.com or go to antidietclass.com. I have a free class there you can register for and check it out and I explain the whole process. But let's move forward. Let me be clear. Right here, I just use the word diet a lot. Now, when I say diet, I'm talking about like the really formal definition of diet, which is this, the foods that a person habitually eats. So while we think of diet like keto or Atkins or the Mediterranean diet, that's not what I'm talking about. When I say, you know, you can't out supplement a bad diet, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm on a terrible diet. I've been doing keto and that's bad. No, no, no. What diet means in this setting is just the foods that you habitually eat, the foods that you eat most consistently on a day-to-day basis. That's it. Okay, now back to what I was originally saying. The first two core supplements that I take are for correcting a possible deficiency. They're nutritional insurance, basically, that helps me cover my basis so that I hopefully don't have an inadequacy or deficiency of any sort, and I can thrive and function optimally. The third supplement that I'm about to introduce you to is 
it kind of fits into the same category. It can help someone to avoid deficiency. But for me, that's not the issue. It's all about convenience. So this third nutritional supplement is protein powder. People who exercise are usually advised to consume roughly one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Unfortunately, most people just don't hit that. They don't get anywhere near that much. From my 20 plus years of coaching people, I've seen it again and again and again, and I've said it repeatedly on this podcast. Most people eat way too many carbs and fats and way too few, way too little vegetables and protein. And it seems like research backs up my anecdotal evidence. According to NHANES, which I mentioned a couple episodes ago, the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, according to that, most women only get about 80 to 100 grams of protein per day, while most men get only about 110 to 130 grams of protein per day. Now, just to remind you, I just said, for people who exercise, so if you're sedentary, if you don't do anything, number one, you should start exercising a little bit. But if you, if you don't, well, then this doesn't apply. But for people who exercise, it's regularly advised, it's regularly recommended to consume about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So unless you're a female who only weighs 80 to 100 pounds, um, if, if you're only getting that much, you're not getting enough. <laughs> And then according to NHANES, men only get 110 to 130. So unless you're a really small man and you only weigh 110 to 130 pounds, then you're probably not getting enough. So if you exercise, like I said, or you're physically active, you might be getting enough protein each day, but there's just a really good chance that you're not. So for many people, when we talk about protein powder, it's a very similar situation as with vitamins, minerals, and omega-3s. If you don't get enough, then it might be a good idea to supplement However, protein is a little different because unlike those other nutrients, you can somewhat easily increase your protein intake and get enough from food alone. So like, don't miss this. Please remember for a host of different reasons that we discussed in previous episodes, this, like this idea of being sure you get enough from food, it can be really tough to do with vitamins, minerals, and omega-3s. But with protein, you can do it. And this brings me to why protein powder is one of my core supplements. See, I consistently eat a lot of protein from real food. I pretty much always have. Ever since I started bodybuilding at the age of 16, I began emphasizing and prioritizing lean protein intake each and every day. Okay, well, Corey, that's, that's great, man. It's great for you. You get plenty of protein. So why in the world do you use protein powder and drink protein shakes? I mean, who would want to do that? One word, and I mentioned it earlier, convenience. High-quality, lean protein doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> it's not always easy to find and grab or take with you when you're in a hurry or you're on the go. And most of us are in a hurry and on the go most of the time, right? But guess what? Protein powder is easy. You can whip up a shake in 60 seconds, boom, and take it with you almost anywhere. And that's why I always have protein powder on hand and I use it on a weekly basis. It just makes getting in my daily protein so much easier and simpler. Now, let me take this opportunity to just jump in and dispel a few myths about protein powder and protein shakes, okay? Number one, they are not magical. I don't care what anybody tries to tell you or what marketers try to sell you. Protein powders are not magical. They will not magically lead to weight loss. They will not cure cancer or solve all of your health problems. And then here's the biggie. Mm. They, protein powders, should not cost $100 or more per jug unless it's one gigantic jug of protein powder. 
There are only two unique benefits of protein powder, in my humble opinion. One, it's convenient, like I already mentioned. And two, it can be beneficial for workout recovery because the protein is processed by your body quicker than whole food protein, and it will get to your muscles a little faster. That's it. So I take protein powder for the convenience factor. And sure, I take it sometimes after a workout because it can be beneficial for that too. But pro- I understand that protein powder is not magical, and I hope that you'll understand that as well. So which protein powder do I take? It's called Rise Protein Blend. Here's what you need to understand. The two most important things to consider when choosing a protein powder are taste and quality. Because let's face the facts, guys. <laughs> if it doesn't mix up easily and taste good, then you won't use it. Neither will I. Neither will anyone. And if you don't use it, then you get none of the benefit. It's worthless. It's kind of the same with diets, if you think about it. It doesn't matter how amazing a certain diet is supposed to be and how much weight it should help you lose or how fast it will do it. If the diet makes you miserable, just like if protein powder doesn't taste good, then it's worthless because you won't do it for very long. So even if you get results, you won't keep the results. Okay, now back to protein powder. So you want a protein powder that tastes good and is also high quality. Now, fortunately, quality is much less of an issue now than it was like 20 years ago when I got into this whole world. Nowadays, there are plenty of companies that produce good, high-quality protein powders. Of course, I like and trust Rise Protein Blend because it's a product that I personally have manufactured in a GMP-certified FDA-inspected lab. It mixes up super easily with no clumps. It's delicious, and it's a blend of different proteins that digest at different rates, so you won't feel hungry like 45 minutes after drinking it. It also contains a little bit of added fiber and some enzymes to help with digestion. It's great. I love it. Most of my clients use it. They love it. But there are other protein products, like I mentioned in the last episode on uh, omega-3s. There are other products that are great, too. So other protein products that I sometimes recommend are PE Science Select Protein, Optimum Nutrition Gold Standard. That's a really popular one some of you might have heard of. And then you couldn't go wrong with any products from Thorne. That's a company I've mentioned before, T-H-O-R-N-E or now sports any protein product from those should be really high quality as well i'll include all of these names and a link to the rise protein blend in the show notes you can find it on amazon or at challenge to the number two rise.com but for now let's move on to my fourth and final core nutritional supplement and this is a big one it's a big one for my wife and i it's what this episode was named after because it's what we bank on to make sure that we have plenty of energy to do all the things in life that we want to do and we want to get done i mean everyone wants more energy right it's just kind of the world we live in the problem is having plenty of energy is not always super simple It's multifaceted. There are a lot of different things going on inside your body that determine if you have energy or not. Quality of sleep, amount of sleep, your daily diet, which can cause a blood sugar roller coaster if you're not careful, your stress levels, nutrient deficiencies, which we already discussed in a previous episode, whether you're working out enough or maybe you're working out too much. There's just so much that goes into having great energy levels. So those are all things that certainly need to be addressed, and it's way more than I can address in one podcast episode. But the other thing is, and and we kind of know this, right? All energy is not created equal. Think about it for a minute. You can feel really energetic, like kind of buzzed, but also scattered. 
and not really productive at all. You can also feel almost kind of calm, like not buzzed or super energetic at all, but you're super productive and like really focused. Sometimes you might feel like mentally charged up, ready for like mental task to sit at your desk and knock out some work on your laptop, but not very physically energetic. Other times you may feel ready for action physically, like you're ready to clean the house or do yard work, but the thought of sitting down to do mental work just sounds terrible. All energy is not created equal. It's different. And there's a number of different reasons for that. My point is this. There are tons of things that contribute to or take away from our energy levels. And there are different kinds of energy that come as a result of various things, almost too numerous to name. With all of these variables and all of these wild cards, there are some things that I personally bank on. For me and most of the people I've coached, I feel pretty confident when I say the following things. Number one, caffeine stimulates your central nervous system. I can say that confidently because that's science. We know that. Caffeine stimulates your central nervous system. It wakes you up and it makes you feel more energetic. Now, what kind of energy depends on a bunch of other things that we'll discuss a little more later. But number one, caffeine wakes you up, stimulates you. And for most people, it gives them a little buzz, makes them feel pretty good. Number two, don't miss this. Very important. Caffeine alone often doesn't provide the type of energy that we really want. Caffeine alone won't necessarily make us focused or productive. For some people it can, and sometimes it will, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee focus or productivity. And typically that's really what we want, isn't it? We, we may say, oh, I need some more energy. Oh, I want more energy. But in reality, we want to be focused, productive, and not dread the task at hand. Not dread all of the stuff that we've got to do that day. And this is why energy drinks are so freaking popular. The problem is most energy drinks are the equivalent of Kool-Aid with enough caffeine dumped in them to make your heart feel like it's going to jump out of your chest. Nobody likes that feeling. I certainly don't like that feeling. It's more distracting than focusing. It's like, wait a minute. Should I attack my to-do list or should I go to the ER? Do I, do I need to see a doctor or should I, should I go and try to get some things done today? That's not, it's not a good feeling. Now, some energy drinks, they, they might be sugar-free, but most not only have a ton of caffeine, they also have loads of sugar and harmful, potentially harmful artificial coloring and again, just that huge dump, way too much caffeine. They give you a short-term jittery energy buzz, and then they leave you feeling worse than before when they wear off. For me, there are three really big problems with almost all energy drinks and energy supplements. Number one, they can be kind of dangerous. Now, this is not something I've said about any of the other products. Multivitamins, omega-3, Protein powders, not really a big you know, threat with those. But these products, to some degree, they can be dangerous. There's way too much caffeine, and sometimes there's other potentially harmful stimulants included. Stimulants like Yohimbi or Yohimbine, that's the active uh, component in Yohimbi. This is, a, this is a substance, this is an herb that's known to cause anxiety. But it's also very stimulatory. So some energy supplement or energy drink manufacturers will put a chunk of Yohimbine in their product and you'll feel more stimulated, but you might also feel really anxious. I don't know about you. I don't want anxiety. I just want energy and focus. 
So the first big problem for me is they can be dangerous and potentially cause anxiety. The second big problem is they're just dressed up caffeine. Like a lot of the neon colored energy drinks, it's just like neon. It's, it's not even like neon colored coffee. It's not as good as coffee. Coffee would be way better. They may market their energy drink or supplement like it's the greatest thing ever and full of awesome cutting edge ingredients. But in reality, it's just a ton of caffeine, some cheap B vitamins, and tiny, totally ineffective doses of the more expensive ingredients that actually are helpful, that are actually based in science and can make you feel better and be productive. And then the third problem that I have with a lot of energy drinks is they leave you feeling worse. Most energy drinks drop a huge caffeine bomb on your system. Boom! They jack you up through the roof, maybe even causing you to feel scattered or anxious like we mentioned before. And then you know what's next. When it wears off, it's like you hit the mud. (laughs) You hit the mud. You have no energy, no oomph. No drive to get anything done. You might even want to nap. They drop you like a rock. Now, this is partially due to the fact that they contain way too much caffeine, but it's also because they don't address the underlying issue, which is your nervous system. Energy, as we've already discussed, is it's determined by a bunch of different things. But feelings of alertness, focus, and concentration come from an adequate supply imbalance of little chemicals called neurotransmitters. These little messengers are vital. They're super important because they allow your nerves to communicate with one another. And without this communication, you lack focus. You have no energy or scattered energy. You can't think straight. You can't get stuff done. And typically, you're not very happy. And guess what? When you feel that crappy drop from those energy drinks that have way too much caffeine, it just makes you want to pump in more caffeine, doesn't it? It's like, oh man, I need to, I need to have something else. I need to get another energy drink. And here's the thing. The more caffeine you pump in, the more you drain your body of these precious neurotransmitters, which is exactly why you wind up feeling worse. And this is exactly why I'm very particular about any energy supplements that I use. I don't want 300 or 400 milligrams of caffeine, which is the equivalent of three or four cups of strong coffee all in one little energy drink or energy shot. No, no, thank you. That's not what I want. I am just as interested. I'm more interested in the beneficial nutrients that will help refresh my nervous system and replenish my neurotransmitters. So what do I reach for when I want extra energy? Well, good old black coffee or fresh brewed green tea. They're both wonderful. I might grab those sometimes. And if you drink either of those and you like them and they do the trick for you, then great. Roll with it. Those are much better than the dressed up energy drinks out there. There are other wonderful health benefits to good old brewed coffee or brewed green tea. But for me, when I want not only extra energy, but also like tremendous focus and productivity, I go for Rise Smart Energy. Rise Smart Energy is different. It's not just caffeinated Kool-Aid. Smart Energy is a strategic blend of safe and effective nutrients that will help refresh your body and brain. It provides smooth, jitter-free energy for hours with no hangover drop, like we mentioned earlier, because it's really There's so much more to it than just a big, cheap caffeine bomb. 
Smart Energy contains the correct amounts, not tiny, ineffective amounts, but the correct amounts of beneficial nutrients that help replenish your neurotransmitters and just enough caffeine, the equivalent to about one small cup of coffee, just one little cup of coffee, because it, because the caffeine is synergistic. It works alongside, works together with the other ingredients. We only use natural coloring, so there's none of the potentially harmful neon-colored junk that you see with some energy drinks. Rise Smart Energy will not leave you feeling worse than before, but it will do some other really cool things. Allie and I, my wife, and I aren't big coffee or tea drinkers. Like I said, I, I reach for that sometimes. But that's why we use Smart Energy on pretty much a daily basis. It enhances our mental focus and clarity. It gives us some pep and motivation to knock out our workout when we're you know, really not feeling like it. You may think, oh, you guys are like professional fitness people. You must feel like you must want to work out all the time. Eh, not the case. So it helps to give us that motivation to do it when we don't want to. And it really just makes us more productive overall. But maybe the best part is we're not bombing our system with tons of caffeine, caffeine that your body will eventually adjust to. And before long, you're going to need 300 or more milligrams to even feel awake, much less have energy or hopefully feel productive. You couldn't pay me to drink some crappy, artificially colored, sugar-filled caffeine bomb. Like I said, I'll reach for good old coffee or green tea from time to time, or my favorite is a smart <laughs> energy supplement designed for people who want to feel good and maximize their day, not only now, but also later. And just like with all of the other products, you can find Rise Smart Energy on Amazon or on the website Challenge, the number two, rise.com. I'll put all that in the show notes. Please know that, as I've said before, whenever you purchase a Rise product, Rise Elite Omega, any of the Rise multivitamins, Rise Essential Nutrients, Rise Elite Nutrients, uh, Rise Protein Blend, Rise Smart Energy, anytime you purchase any Rise product, you're not only getting a fantastic high-quality product that I and my family and most of my clients take, you're also supporting this podcast. And for that, I very much thank you, and I appreciate it. Okay, friends, that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this three-part series on supplements. I did my best to bring a really honest, science-based view and explain what I take and to recommend what I take and what I recommend and why, <laughs> to give you a little bit of the why behind that. As always, I love hearing your feedback. So if you have any questions or just any thoughts or comments, please shoot them my way. You can find my email address and all of the links down in the show notes. Moving forward, we'll be getting back to the stuff that I love and the stuff that I think you love too. Real life weight loss principles and the super important mindset element to not only losing weight, but gaining life and making your life better and living the life that you've always wanted to live. So I can't wait to see you in the next episode, my friends. Take care. God bless. Thank you so much for your time today. Bye-bye. <laughs>